Okay, Sarah, are you ready? I'm a lady. And welcome to Idol Days, the show about idol anime. I'm Star. I'm Sarah. And our intro is very appropriate for this episode because we're actually talking about Idol Master again. We're back, baby! <laughs> we're back, y'all. We are back on the Idol Master hype train. Choo choo. Choo choo. And it is right after Thanksgiving when you guys are hearing this. Assuming you're listening to it right when it comes out and not like four years in the future. I mean, unless they're listening to it on a Thanksgiving, every day is after Thanksgiving, really. Sarah, you're gonna blow my goddamn mind right now. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, we um we wanted to talk about the Idolmaster movie for this episode because Ooh. this, yes, is coming out the day after American Thanksgiving. Um, and we dropped a few hints in previous episodes, but it's kind of a convoluted reason as to why. And Sarah, since you suggested it, would you like to explain it? All right. This is a very intense pun by multiple people. So <laughs> Idolmaster has the original 13 girls, but after uh -huh. they did the original 13 girls, they started a new project, which evolved into Million Live. Which where they wherein they added thirty nine other girls, and they called it the Thank You Project. So San Q because Idolmaster loves number puns. Yeah, so San is three, Q is a way to say nine. So San Q, thank you. It's our Thanksgiving episode. <laughs> yeah, we made it work from a Japanese show. Yeehaw! But yeah, so the history of um, Million Live is that, like Sarah said, they took original Idolmaster characters, the main 13, and then they added originally 37 new mm -hmm. characters, but then um, they added two more later to make it an even, like, four teams of 13. Um, Sarah and I both play the Million Live mobile game, which is how we are knowledgeable on this topic. Mm -hmm. So, um, So those characters were introduced as part of a, just kind of a card game collection mobile game. The rhythm game was not introduced until a few years later. But several of the characters from the Million Live franchise are in the Idolmaster movie, making their cinematic debut. Including my best girl. Sarah, Sarah's very best girl is in this, and it's very cute. She's purple. She's so purple. She's the purple baby. But we'll get to her. We're not there yet. Yes. So if you are not familiar with Idolmaster, before you watch the movie, you either need to go back and listen to our two episodes about the original Idolmaster series. It's episode one and two of our podcast. Um, or just go watch the Idolmaster anime because it's fun. Idolmaster anime. Yeah, we're not going to go too in-depth on... The characters, we can very, very quickly recap who everyone is in case you only know Idolmaster through our podcast. So, really quickly, going through the characters again. Uh, you've got Haruka, who is main character. She's got brown hair with little ribbons. Uh, she's our protagonist. Then there's Chihaya. She has long blue hair. She just wants to sing. Yes, then there's Miki, who is the blonde hair one. Um, her image color is like fresh green. We're actually recording this on her birthday. <laughs> oh, hey! Happy birthday, Miki! Happy birthday, Miki. Um, and yeah, so she's kind of like the aloof Mary Sue almost one who's just kind of good at everything, but she's cute, so we let it slide. I uh, will say Hibiki is next. She has ponytail. She has a hamster that she carries around with her. She's good with animals. Uh, then there is Yukiho. Her color is white. Um, she's kind of like the shy, soft-spoken one you can remember because her name has the word for snow in it. So Yukiho, she's the white, pure one. 
Uh, there's Azusa. She has big RRR energy. Arara. <laughs> she has a well, at least in the movie at this point, she has short bluish blackish hair. Um, then there is Ritsuko, who is one of she's she's not technically an idol, but she is, is playing the part of a producer, but she's kind of an ex idol. Um, her color is green. She's got brown hair and glasses. She's cutie. And then I'm going to introduce two, Ami and Mommy. They are twins. Ami, Mommy. They have little ponytails on either side, and they are kind of mischievous. Yes. And then there is um, Takane. She is the silver-haired, mysterious moon princess who we, is just kind of a mystery, and that's her character. And then we'll do Yayoi. She has curly orange ponytails. She looks really young, but she is also very responsible and kind of soft-spoken. Well, then after after Yayoi, I will also introduce the next character, character so Star can introduce her best girl last, is Iori. She uh-huh. has a long forehead. She's also very little. A long forehead? A long forehead. <laughs> Big old forehead. Long, long hair. <laughs> long hair, long forehead. She carries around a little stuffed animal. She's kind of like spoiled princess personality. I like a girl with a long forehead. forehead. (laughs) (laughs) Oh boy. Um, We're not even through introducing the characters and you're already making me laugh my ass off. Um, And then then best girl, last character um, of the main 13 girls is Makoto. She is sort of the princely type. Um, She's got this short, choppy um, black hair. She's very, like, ganky, very sporty, and I love her to pieces. She's a good girl. Yay, good girl time. This whole movie is good girl time, Sarah, let's be honest. Except, okay, so I saw the Idolmaster movie a long time ago, and there's one character that stands out as being not good girl. I know exactly who you're talking about, (laughs) and we will get to my complicated feelings on her when we introduce her. (laughs) So I feel like we can introduce the rest of the characters when they actually get introduced in the movie. I think that would be the most natural way to do it. I think that makes sense. So let's get into it. So let's get into the plot. Yeah. So the opening scene is what I wish the entire movie was. It's so I, good. <laughs> I, I, it's like, listen, the Idolmaster movie is fine, but like, God, I wish they had just kept this concept for the whole thing. I would have totally watched that. I would have loved it. It's very cool. So they start, um, the first couple minutes is um, they're doing, as they did in the main series, another fake movie trailer. Um, that the, how would you describe the concept? It's they're in a magic school that there's also battles and the best witch is also best idol. <laughs> yeah, so it's like um, the legend of the sleeping beauty or something. And that's the name of one of Chihaya's image songs. It's it's all tied in. It's very good. But yeah, basically, so like all the characters are. Um, students at this magic academy and so you'd see them like doing like little magic-y things but also there's like an evil idol and there's like a conspiracy going on I, I think you can probably just watch this trailer on YouTube probably um, but also like Miki's the bad guy and she has like evil green onigiri laser beams <laughs> and it's so great <laughs> and it's like really well animated too like there's like crazy action shots very intense yeah, like, there's a lot of, like, really cool fight animation in this and, like, really cool, like, laser beam pachoo pachoo animation. And you can tell that, like, these animators just wanted to go ham for a while, and it's fantastic. So the big point of all of this going, because, it, again, it's like a trailer, but the point of this mm-hmm. is after the first series, all of these girls are doing so good that they're in a movie and also they have all this other work. 
Yep. And so um, as soon as the trailer cuts off, you see that the girls, the main three, um, Haruka, Chihaya, and Miki, they are on stage for what I have to assume is like a rebroad, not a rebroadcast, but like a, a revival, revival, a revival of their old like kind of Sunday variety show, Namaska. But now it's instead of Namaska Sunday, it's Namaska Revolution. Because and that's how popular they are. It's a revolution. It's a revolution, baby. Baby. So they got, not only did they get their show back, um, we now have a montage set to the music of like the idol master of the song mm-hmm. as we go through what all the other girls have been up to in the handful of months since the original series ended. And they've been starting a revolution. You want a revelation? (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, so just, I wrote down some of the big ones. Um, Miki is going to be in a Hollywood movie. Um, Makoto is in like some kung fu fighting movie in the rain and she's cute. Um, Chihaya apparently is going to do recording in New York, which is awesome. Go baby. Mm -hmm. Go baby. Um, And Haruka apparently wins um, Idol of the Year award. And then after she accepts the trophy, she trips off the stage. (laughs) She's so good. I love Haruka. What a good girl. She's a good bean. Um, But yeah, so we... I feel like this is probably about maybe three or four months after the end of the series. Because the Mm -hmm. series ended in spring. um, And then now we are fully in summer. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So it's been a couple months. And the president of the company... Um, our mysterious dude in a suit whose face is never seen. He shows up and he, all the girls gather in the office and he tells them that that since they have been doing so good, they get to do an arena live. What a huge giant live. Big, 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 big concert in arena. And they're all excited because they're like, what? We're going to have an awesome concert and it's going to happen before Miki and Chihaya go to the United States so we can do it all together. Mm -hmm. Because you'll remember from the original series, um, or at least you should because you've either listened to our episode about it or you've watched the original Item Master, cock off, um, (laughs) that these girls are so popular that they have had a lot of trouble in the past getting everyone together to practice and just meet up all at the same time. But now that they've kind of gotten better at that, it's a lot easier for them to meet up. And now they get to do this big concert and they're all excited. It's a good time. It's a good time. And to achieve this, they are also told that they're going to be in an intensive training camp, like out in the Mm -hmm. wilderness, so that they'll be all training together for the most part. Mm -hmm. This is their training episode, but it's the movie instead. It's the movie. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so in addition to their intensive training, they are also going to be getting some backup dancers. Some baby idols. Some babies from a local, um, I forget exactly what they call it. Um, they're like trainees from an idol school or something. Yeah, I think they said idols school or something. Yeah, um, I forgot exactly what the sub said. Um, but And then Haruka is picked by the producer as being the leader for the concert. Yay, Haruka. Like, ju- just... Because they they never pick a leader. It's it's kind of a whole thing. It's like, we're all characters in the show. We don't necessarily have a leader because we're all kind of doing our own thing. But just for the sake of this concert, Haruka is picked to be the leader and she'll kind of be the one leading the charge, as it were. Oh, we forgot to talk about the actual producer character because oh, yeah. he's important in the movie. <laughs> producer is also a character. He is pretty much the only... He and the president are the only male characters you really see. But the yeah. producer is like the stand-in for the viewer, really. 
you mm-hmm. he's in charge of all the girls. He's trying to make them successful. He cares about all of them. All of them really, really like producer. And for the most part, their main motivation is that they really like being good and they want producer to be proud of them. Mm-hmm. And he has no name or backstory. He has black hair and glasses. He's very kind of mundane looking because he is supposed to be you. He is you. We are all producers on. We are all producers on. <laughs> so after this scene, this is all very, that all happens very quickly. Because mm-hmm. we don't care about the setup. We care about the happenings at the camp. The mm-hmm. happenings. Um, so they all fly out to this seaside training camp. And it's a very cool location. And God, I wish I could go here. Yeah. It's so neat. It's like a hotel in like a very kind of traditional Japanese style inn, like on the side of a mountain, but the side of the mountain overlooks the ocean. And it's so cool. I want to go there. Yeah. And it has like this, like almost like a indoor, like basketball court or something so that they have a big mm-hmm. space to train. It's nice. Yeah. They've got a gym. Yeah, gym. The one thing though, that I was thinking about while watching this movie is you see like during practice, they open all the windows of this gym. And I'm just thinking... <laughs> That place does not have air conditioning. Probably oh, not. Oh, no. And it's right by the ocean. So you know it's going to be so freaking humid. I mean, like, all of Japan is humid because it's a freaking island. But I remember having to bike to school in the summers of Japan. And it's miserable. And it's the middle Ugh. of summer. so It's the middle of summer. So, yeah, it's it's hot. It's probably humid. That gym does not have air conditioning. Oof. It's stinky, too, probably. Get all that probably. idle sweat. Mm-hmm. All right. But yeah, so we have kind of like a montage of, like, the girls engaging in shenanigans and just talking amongst themselves. It's, like, set to this cute music, and it's very sweet. It's like they all kind of get set up. Um, and then that night, we get to meet the new beans. Yeah, we get to meet the backup dancers. So there's seven of them, I believe. There's seven. All right. So, Sarah, would you like to introduce your best girl? First, I'll introduce my best girl. She barely talks in this show. (laughs) (laughs) But she's Anna Mochizuki. She has long purple hair. She's all really sleepy. And she has blue eyes. And she's just really cute. (laughs) Yeah. These characters don't get to show much of their personality in the movie. No, except for a couple. There's like two that really get a focus and the rest are just kind of like, we're here. Anna is unfortunately one of those. I'm so sorry, Sarah. It's okay. She's at least in the movie. So I like it. This is true. This is more than I can say for any of my best girls. Um, anyway, uh, so then there are, there's Minako. Um, she's got brown hair and a ponytail with a little bow on her head. Um, she's cute. Then there's now she... Also has brown hair and a ponytail, but her ponytail's on the side of her head and it's curly. Mm-hmm. And she has a very thick, I, I assume it's an Osaka accent. I forget mm-hmm. it, like, Kansai dialect. I forget exactly what it's called. I can't keep them all straight. I don't speak Japanese. Um, but yeah, the the way the subtitles on the version we watch translated it is she uses a lot of Southern-isms. Southern isms, and it's very cute. So, for our Thanksgiving episode, let's just assume she's also from Texas, like Star. Can I get a yeehaw? <laughs> yeehaw! Yeehaw! <laughs> anyway, um, so next is Yuriko. She's got kind of like 
blue hair. Um, it's like a little bit on the greenish side. It's more greenish than um, Chihaya's, which is like kind of a straight blue. Um, and she's got like a half headband braid. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure how you would describe this hairstyle. And then there's Serika, and she is very small, and she has like mm-hmm. light Kotori, like from Love Live color hair almost. Yeah. And it's like in these very long twin tails. Yeah, she she definitely gives me like Kotori vibes. Mm-hmm. She she's the Kotori of Idolmaster, basically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Except like with a shrink ray. Yes, and shrunk her down to three quarters of the size. <laughs> and also, there is a Kotori in Idolmaster. There is a Kotori. <laughs> it makes in Idolmaster, it confusing. She's only in one scene of the movie. It's She's true. the office assistant who, ma'am, not appearing in this film except for one scene. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but then, so forget all of those six. They don't do much. Those five, because they do not do much in this movie. They're there. They fill space. They will occasionally say lines. They are not important, and the mm-hmm. movie does not care about them. Yep. yep. <laughs> the ones you need to remember are Kana. Uh, and I forgot to look it up, but I am pretty sure that the original Million Live came out before Love Live Sunshine, <laughs> but I bring this up because this character is Chica from Love Live Sunshine. <laughs> I just have in my notes, I think I have what all the characters look like, and I just wrote Kana Dash. She is Chica. <laughs> She's Chica. She's, She's got Chica. like... She's got like a little behind the hair, behind the ear hair accessory that's also yellow, just like Chica's. Her bangs are less crusty. But... <laughs> okay, um, she just, okay. She... Idol Illuminati. What if Kana actually is Chica? It's like a Hannah Montana situation, but she's two different idols. <laughs> Sarah, we made so many Hannah Montana jokes on the last episode. We can't do this again. Maybe it's her twin. We can't. It could be like sister, you sister. T- <laughs> Okay, so we're going to another Disney Channel original (laughs) series. Good to know. (laughs) All right. Well, yeah. So um, if we accidentally call her Chica at any point, just know that's who we're talking about. Her name is Kana. She's not Chica, but she's totally Chica. If you saw fan Um, art of Kana, you wouldn't know if it was Chica and vice versa. Unless it like explicitly said. I'm going to look this up right now. I'm going to look this up right now so that people don't get mad at us if we get it wrong. Uh, Love Live Sunshine. The anime came out in 2019, but I oh. believed they... Um, and then, yeah, Million Lives has been around for like five years. So I think we can go ahead and uh, shut that right down. Yeah, because the movie came out in 2013 or was announced in 2013. So Yeah. Yeah. So Love Life Sunshine launched in April 2015 with music CDs and anime music videos, followed by a manga version. Um, anime didn't come out till 2019. But yeah, so uh, the Idolmaster movie came out while we were still in college. So, so technically Chica is Kana. Chica's the impostera. <laughs> <laughs> but she even has the same sort of thing where it's like Kana is an idol because she wants to be an idol because she saw idols and she's a fan. She also is main character energy in a lot of ways. I didn't think about that. But yeah, Ch- uh, Kana's obsessed with um, Haruka the same way that Chica's obsessed with um, Honoka. Yep. Same way. Idoluminati. Idoluminati. <laughs> Oh, boy. Um, And then the last character that we need to care about is the one that Sarah has very strong opinions on. (laughs) Would you like to talk about Shiho? Okay, it's Shiho. She has kind of wavy brown hair. Uh, 
she doesn't like have bangs. They're kind of sideswept. And I guess, okay, to be fair, the first time I saw this movie, I really, 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 really hated her. But like this time, mm-hmm. I'm like, I can understand where she's coming from, but she's still a jerk. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty much the exact same way. But mm-hmm. the problem is that I, I still like her. She's cute. She is cute, but uh, it's just, and she has a good singing she, voice too. She's just, she, she's so mean. She very much has the vibe, like, oh, yeah, so we both watched this movie at least two times. One when it first came out, and then we watched it again for the podcast. Mm-hmm. And it's the thing where, like, I understand where you're coming from, but you don't need to be quite such an asshole about it. Yeah. <laughs> That's her character. <laughs> yeah, so she's very serious. She's very focused on her specific goal to be an idol, and... Mm-hmm. She's less, you know, like where Chica slash Kana will be all like, happy buddy, buddy, let's be friends forever. Shiho's kind of like, you guys are my competitors. I'm not here to make friends. I'm here to fight. <laughs> and uh, it's funny because a lot of people actually ship them. Well, I mean, to be fair, Enemies to Lovers is a powerful ship. Yeah, but also like the company, the people that make Idolmaster have definitely acknowledged it because they did make, like, these two have a duet song mm-hmm. on the... um the game that's like the Christmas song and their outfits are really cute. And I mm-hmm. have uh, Kana's is cute. It's anyway, cute. this is not about the mobile <laughs> game. This is about the movie. So we are introduced to all of these characters and it like, they introduce themselves. It's like the, hi, my name is this. Hi, my name is this. Nothing about their actual characters. Mm-hmm. And then we just cut right back into them doing stuff. And now all the idols are practicing together. Mm-hmm. So the basic vibe of every single training session is that the original Namco Pro Girls, the original 13, they're just doing their shit. They're really good. They're professionals. And then the new girls, you just see them like panting and tripping over each other. They are very much overwhelmed by suddenly being thrust into this situation with idols who have been doing this for more than a year. And that being said, it is kind of sweet because you get to see kind of how much our original 13 girls have improved since the last Mm -hmm. show. And it's like, oh, you guys are like coming up with your own stage directions and people aren't getting tired or tripping up and they're all in sync. And you're like, good girls. Good beans. They've come so far. I love them. They're so good. They're so powerful now. With their magic witch powers. <laughs> Level 100 idols fire lasers from their beak, from their foreheads. Put you! But yeah, so then we, um, we get a dinner scene. Mm-hmm. Like their first dinner all together. And so the original girls um, are all sitting at their own table separate from the, the new girls. And all the new girls are so tired that like they're all just kind of frozen in place and they're not eating. And so then gradually the original girls are like, hey, we're also here and we're going to come talk to you guys. And they just kind of talk about their idol journey. And like, in particular, Yukiho talks about how she kind of sucked at first, but now over the years she's practiced and she's gotten better. And it's it's sweet. It's It's very good. Like... This whole first half of the movie is just fan service, Mm -hmm. but in the way that like, it's, it's fan, it's fluff service. Yeah. (laughs) Cause it's like, you just want to see these characters hanging out and having a good time. And that's what the entire first half of this is basically. Yeah. It's a big, where are they now? Idolmaster edition. Mm -hmm. Idolmaster edition. Idolmaster edition. Yeah. It's so cute. 
so yeah, then like we said, um, they sit down and they have like a concert planning scene. So all the original girls are there um, and they are just kind of like going over, ooh, what if we did this stage direction? And ooh, what if we did this during this song? And then in the background, uh, Ritzko and the producer are just kind of like waxing poetic and they're like, oh, they grow up so fast. Look at them go. Oh, these children's. We're so proud of them. Mm-hmm. They're good beans. Look at our look at our crop of beans. Look at our crop of beans. <laughs> They've grown so well. <laughs> and meanwhile, all the backup dancers are like in their room and they're like watching like videos of the original like 13 girls and they're like, wow, I can't believe we're working with them. They're so cool. Mm-hmm. Except for Shiho, who's just like, wow, I hate that these people are friends with each other. They should be competitive. And you're like, okay, Shiho. <laughs> it's like, okay, okay, lone wolf. Tone it down a little bit, Shadow the Hedgehog. <laughs> Okay, but Sarah, no, we can't make Sonic references in this podcast because now I'm just thinking about the whole Shadow versus Sonic thing uh-huh, and our uh-huh. earlier conversation about uh-huh, uh-huh. how Kana and Chica are basically the same person. And, about how and I'm just you imagining. Star, you, my friend, star ships Sonic and Shadow the Hedgehog. No! And you have to start writing your AU fanfic. <laughs> That is not what I was going to say. I was going to say there's the only Sonic game I've really played is the Sonic Adventure 2, and that's the first one where Shadow comes in. Allow me to be a nerd for a few minutes, but there's that one line where Shadow's like, huh, you think I'm a faker? You're not good enough to be my fake. And that that's Chica and Kana. I'm glad that we're here for Star's Sonic X Shadow fan cast. No! <laughs> Listen, you were the one who took it a step further and made me think about it. Okay, you summoned the mental image. You cannot pin this on me. I don't even know how we got here. Where were we? Fucking hell. Oh Welcome God. to um, Idle Days, our Sonic the Hedgehog fan cast. <laughs> so the next scene we see after um, we see the newbies just kind of hanging out, um, we kind of get like this short little scene of uh, Chihaya wakes up like with the sun and goes outside to do like voice training and then Haruka realizes she's gone because she, her like gay proximity radar went off and she's like, mm-hmm. where's my girlfriend? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, goes outside to find her and then they go on a jog and Chihaya's new character quirk specifically for the movie is that she's got a camera and she takes a lot of pictures and this scene was specifically for the shippers. It's so cute though. <laughs> It's Listen, it's very cute. It is definitely them just feeding the ship with no intent of actually making it canon. That's fair, but it's basically canon. It's very cute. The scene is very sweet. There's a little bit more of them practicing and a little bit more of the original 13 girls helping out the backup dancers. Mm -hmm. There's just kind of like a lot of this scattered around. Mm -hmm. And then there's like a little montage sing song, ugh, montage scene over a song, and it's all of the original thirteen girls doing fun things at their ca- training camp. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this song is called uh, "Ramane Ido Seishun," which is like "Ramane Colored Youth." Um, I only know that because they put all the songs from the movie in the game, and I'm kind of obsessed with the Idol Master games. It's a good dang song, though. It's a very cute song. <laughs> But yeah, they're just like running around doing like island and hotel shenanigans. Mm -hmm. Um, But the important thing in the middle of this is there's like a handful of little scenes that show that the producer is doing something. 
And they're like, what's going to happen with producer? What's the secret you're hiding? Yeah, there's like a set of three shots where you see he's like studying English in his hotel room. And you're like, hmm. Oh, and then we also get um, a scene. This is the one scene that Kotori Idolmaster is in. Um, the journalist friend who is kind of a minor character in the show, the company president <laughs> and Kotori are all out at dinner and they're talking. They're like hinting very strongly that the producer has been hiding something from the girls and he's going to tell them at some point. Yep. And Kotori yeah. Idolmaster apparently ships the reporter and her, the president. <laughs> Yeah, we got like this manga style scene of them like being in a high school and it ends with them making out. And I'm like, all right. Incredible. <laughs> I didn't consider the ship before, but now here we are. Thank you, Kotori Idolmaster. Well, like that, this is not the first time she does that. She does it's this true. a handful of times throughout the series and I don't think we ever mentioned it because they're like such short little inserts. But yeah, <laughs> it's powerful. She, like, runs away from the table and she's like, you can't do this, Kotori. You can't ship your co-workers. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah, is this your Idolmaster Sona? Yes. Is this is, is Kotori Idolmaster just you? I think she might be. <gasps> she might be. Wow. I'm so inspired right now. Oh, Lord. Uh, so after all of this happy, weird, fluffy montage time... Uh, they are back in practicing time due. <laughs> mm -hmm. But this time they are practicing in front of reporters and interviewers. Mm -hmm. Every time that like, you know, like an original 13 girl is on an interview, they're all like, yeah, I know what the answer is. And I'm going to talk and I'm going to respond gracefully. And then like all the newbies are like, I don't know what to do. I'm so freaked out right now. Mm -hmm. Babies. Babies. Like, they have more training. Um, the other girls are really starting to get worn out. And then at this point, we have a scene with uh, Shiho and Iori. Mm -hmm. And um, Shiho's, like, just kind of refusing to get buddy-buddy with the other girls. Um, and she talks to Iori about, like, how, or is like, don't you consider them your rivals? How can you be so friendly? And Iori, of course, is, like, kind of has the same attitude. And she's like, they're still my, my, um, my rivals, but they're also my friends. Yeah. Which is nice, too, because there were scenes in the original show where it was just like Iori getting jealous. But now it's like Iori mm -hmm. can see things past herself, which is another nice yes. little touch. Yes. Like, I'll be honest. Iori is my least favorite character, but she at least has some growth. Yeah. I will acknowledge the growth. The growth. Uh, mm -hmm. Also, later on, you there's like a little scene where Kana is like, like hiding or missing and then Haruka finds her and it's kind of she's like behind the gym and she's like mm -hmm. like humming a little song to herself and she's eating some like cream puffs or something Haruka and Kana have a little like getting closer interaction this is not going to be terribly good for talking about on the podcast yes but this one scene is animated so weirdly yeah <laughs> it is weird <laughs> So like, so the scene where Haruka comes from around from behind the building and sees Kana and then Kana like stands up and she drops all of her snacks and then they have like this little scene of her like helping to pick up all the snacks. This one scene, I don't know what it is, but it, it 
it looks like they rotoscoped it. Yeah, it is. The, it's just, really weird. This is the only movie in the scene where they do that. And it's just like they're just moving constantly. It looks like it was traced over film footage. Uh-huh. And I'm like, what, were they just like pressed for time or was this too difficult to animate? The weird thing, though, is like as, as a scene... Like they didn't have to, they didn't have to have it moving because <laughs> it was just them yeah, talking. It, it, it didn't need to animate that much. Like you could have just had Haruka fr- shot from behind, standing still. Yep. Um, and then close up. Kana like yep. stands up, drops her snacks, and then bends over. Um, but they it's so over animated, and it's just it stands out so weirdly, and mm-hmm. this. You really just have to see it. Where where it's this podcast is not a visual medium. You just kind of have to take our word for it. But if you've seen this movie, you know what we're talking about. Yes, it's really <laughs> odd. But as far as content goes, it is very sweet because it's like Haruka coaching Kana, being like, "I used to get really nervous too, and I used to feel like I wasn't good enough and not able to like make friends with everyone. But I became mm-hmm. an idol, and if you work hard enough, you'll be an idol too." Haruka's mm-hmm. just, Haruka's a good leader, so I'm really yeah. proud of her. Yeah, she's a good bean. Also, the one other important takeaway from this scene that comes up multiple times is that Kana is very much kind of a nervous snacker. Mm -hmm. And so when she gets nervous or anxious, she'll like go hide somewhere and just shove her face full of like these little snacks, crackers, whatever. And the other thing that is important to note is Kana also says that one of the things she does when she's stressed also is she likes to go to the river and sing. Yes. Which is a clue we will remember for later. This is a, we are loading the Chekhov's gun and we're going to go pew, pew, pew later on in this movie. The scene sets up several things. Yes. So the next scene, we are back at training camp. And this is my favorite scene in this movie just because it's sweet. It is very sweet. It's definitely, again, a lot of fan service fluffy time. <laughs> yeah. When we say fan service, we're not talking about like, ooh, look at my skirt. We're talking mm-hmm. about like, I love these characters so much. Look yep. at them go, my babies. But yeah, so they have like one last dance number and um, Ritzko, their um, ex-idol producer, has been like kind of coaching them through this whole thing. But she said earlier, it was like, I am not going to be performing at this concert. I For this, I am just a producer. But then when it's time to do like the final run through, producer's like, hey, you should go dance with them. And all the girls are like, dance, dance with us, Ritzko, dance with us. And she's like, oh, okay. And then they and, all dance together. Uh-huh. They have this really nicely animated um, dance number to one of the original Idolmaster songs. It's called Go My Way. Go My Way. Go My Way. Go My Way. It's very, very precious. And yeah, Mm -hmm. it's very well animated. It's all done in 2D. It's Mm -hmm. just the characters having a good time and dancing and they look so cute. They look like lava babies. They're they're all so good. (laughs) They're good beans. Good beans. But then. But then. That night, there is an announcement. That night at idol camp. One night at idol camp. (laughs) Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. I guess before the, the, the intense part happens, there is also another small scene with Kana and Haruka where Kana oh, approaches yeah. Haruka and she has like a little stuffed panda keychain thing. And she mm-hmm. goes up to Haruka and she's like, hey, I was really nervous to say this before, but actually this whole time you are the reason why I wanted to become an idol. And will I have can I please have your autograph? And then Haruka signs the little panda thing. Yeah, Haruka's like very overwhelmed by this interaction. She's like, eh, eh, eh. That's my Haruka impression. Did you like it? It was very good, though. <laughs> no, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. 
Um, but yeah, so this scene is also important. Remember that Kana got like a little little panda plushie signature from Haruka, and you see her like looking at it and just being like, "Oh, I got Senpai's signature." Senpai noticed me. Senpai noticed me and signed my panda. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so afterwards, um, they go outside and there's doing like little fireworks and a little summer barbecue scene. It's cute. But then. But then the producer has an announcement. Dun, dun, dun. Yep. And his announcement is that he's leaving them forever. No, he's not leaving them forever, Sarah. <laughs> I know, but um, it'd be funny if he was. <laughs> no, it would, it be, would be funny. It'd be really sad. <laughs> Okay, yeah, so producer basically says, I am moving to Hollywood um, for business training. I'm not going to be gone forever, but I'm going to be gone for a while, and I'm not going to be you guys' producer anymore. And all the girls are very upset by this. You know, and you know what would be funny? It's like, he's not very good I'm at- terrified e- of what you could say next. He's really, not really good at English. So what if he thought he was getting tickets to Hollywood, but he got tickets to Dollywood instead? <laughs> Sarah... <laughs> It would be wonderful. What if there's a Dolly Parton Idol Master crossover is what I'm saying. Sarah. I can dream. A girl can dream. Um, We're just going to move right along because I have nothing else to add to this conversation. I don't know anything about Dolly Parton. Incredible. Uh, But yeah, so there is something else here I would like to add. Um, So the plot of this like this whole producer is leaving for America thing. This is actually the plot, like the plot of the series and the movie as a continuation follow very closely the plot of the Idolmaster 2 game. Mm. In the Idolmaster 2, basically each campaign is a year long And at the end of the campaign, your character, the producer, goes to America. And then depending on which idol you choose as your main center character, they have, like, different reactions. And there's, like, good endings and bad endings. But basically, this thing of producer is moving to America is based on the plot of the video game. That is just what I wanted to mention. Oh, I had no idea. I I actually do own the Idolmaster, too. So, (laughs) Flips hair. (laughs) Flips hair. I actually... I. I bought it. I've never played it, though. I just saw it at, like, Momocon or something for really cheap, and I'm like, I will purchase this. But it is apparently very difficult if you do not speak Japanese, which does not surprise me. That's fair. When he makes this announcement, there is a lot of panic with all the girls, because they're all like, what's going to happen? Are you leaving us behind? Does this mean you don't care about us anymore? Will this make it so that we're not idols anymore? Yeah, there's a whole lot of, like, hullabaloo about, like, what's going to happen now, though? But... But the the it basically boils down to the girls are very shocked and they're very upset about this, but they decide that if this is going to be the producer's last project with them, they have to make the concert super good. Yes. So that they can make him proud before he leaves the country forever. Forever. It's not forever. They repeatedly say it is not forever, but it's just le drama. Le drama. And speaking of le drama. Bum bum. We have reached the second half of the movie now. Yes. So this movie can be very easily divided 
into two halves. Mm -hmm. There's the front half, which we just finished telling you about, which is the fan service look, look at your girls, look at them go, oh, they're so fluffy and cute, character development, wee. And then the entire second half of a two-hour movie is just interpersonal drama with the girls. Yep, and it is mostly drama between the backup girls. Yeah, specifically Kana and Shiho, and then also Haruka. A.K.A. Shadow and Chica. <laughs> I should not have brought this up. You You're going to use that for the rest of the podcast now. It's incredible. Yeah, Send in your fan art just now, the rest friends. Of oh, God. I <laughs> might just, like, go find screen caps of that fucking scene and just put their faces over it. <laughs> Anyway. Anyways, <laughs> I'll drop that in the Discord after this episode goes up and you guys can look forward to that. Have fun. <laughs> anyway, so pretty much immediately after the, um, the first half of the movie is over, the girls leave their island paradise and it is now time um, for the drama. The drama starts mm -hmm. by the trainees are going to do backup dancing for a mini concert with all the other girls and that's going to be so that their very first time on stage is not a fucking arena concert which is a good plan very good plan yes because it goes poorly yes um, we just kind of have a short little montage of like a bunch of still frames and we see like it starts well but the backup girls trip all over themselves and it ends up in tabloids like yep. bad pictures of them like tripping and falling and it's it's not good it's not good yes and at, also at this point like after this concert the backup girls are not actively training with 765 pro yeah they they try and go off and do their own thing and then they just can't do it super good anymore and it's oof it's oof and so mm -hmm. then the main girls like get noticed that these backup dancers are not doing very good in their training and apparently that there's a lot of discord and they're not syncing up very well and so the producer is like hey i'm gonna go and talk to these backup girls and we'll try to figure out a solution mm -hmm. and so the backup girls show up at their office and they're like we've just kind of been in a slump uh kana has not been showing up because I believe she was the main one who messed up at the mini concert. Yeah, she was the one who tripped. Yeah. Um, and then so they said it's like we've been trying to practice, but we haven't really been able to do it well. And fucking Shiho just goes, if you can't do it, just practice until you can do it. And the other girls are like, uh. yeah, they're very much they don't know what to say to Shiho and nobody is really talking to each other. Yeah. But the producer suggests that to get them back on track, that the backup dancer girls will train there with 765 instead of at their little idol school. Mm -hmm. So they are, for now, honorary members of the idol production squad just for the concert, which makes sense. Yes, it does. It's like, wait, so you're going to have this training camp and then just let them practice on their own until an arena concert? Yeah. Are you crazy? <laughs> and these are people who've only been on stage once? <laughs> yeah. Like, this whole situation is rife with bad decisions, but whatever, I guess. Whatever, I guess. So this is a better decision to kind of fix the bad decision. Yeah. It's like, I understand that they need conflict in their plot, but I'm just like, 
they probably could have afforded better backup dancers. Yeah. I mean, if you wanted to use the babies, you could have just said they've been doing like little tiny mini concerts, Mm -hmm. but they haven't done anything necessarily this big. Because the way they frame it in the movie is that they take these young babes fresh off the street and they're going to shove them into a concert for 100,000 people. And I'm like, don't do that, though, maybe? I know. (laughs) These poor beans. It's like, if you can afford to have an arena concert, you should be able to afford some backup dancers who know what they're doing. That's my salty star take for the day. I agree. Though I've worked with Mm -hmm. contractors, so sometimes you can't predict what you're going to get. You know what? That's fair. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying. There's also a flashback around this point where Haruka Mm -hmm. remembers uh, a scene that happened after the failed concert where she overhears all the backup dancers after the really bad concert. And Kana is there. She's like, oh, we'll be do better next time. We just have to practice hard. We'll be okay. And then Shiho is And then Shiho like, fucking yeah. butts in. Is like, you do not have the right to talk because you're the one who's worst out of all of us. And Kana's obviously shaken up by this. But also, goddamn Shiho, what the fuck? Why? Like, because Kana was just like, we'll do better next time. And Shiho's like, you should stop being an idol because you suck. And you're like, you okay. You suck. <laughs> And then at some point, like, Azusa walks in and breaks it up, but it's just Haruka's, like, has a flashback remembering this. is like, oh, no, maybe that fucked her up a little bit more than I was expecting. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, that would fuck up anybody. Yeah, not Holy great. Holy shit. Um, so then there is a scene uh-huh. of Haruka. It's kind of vague where she is. She's in some sort of building. Backstage that's like somewhere, probably. Backstage somewhere. Mm-hmm. It doesn't elaborate because you don't really need to know where they are. It's idle hammer space, basically. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but Haruka ends up bumping into the Jupiter boys. Literally. <laughs> Again. <Yes>, literally. <laughs> Just bam, right into Toma. And he's like, hey, which way you're going? Oh, wait, you're, you're, you're Haruka. What's her face? You're Haruka Idolmaster. <laughs> You're Haruka Idolmaster. <laughs> I remember you. I remember you from the series that we were just barely in. <laughs> uh, so they ask about the arena live. And so if you'll remember from the original series, the Jupiter boys were part of a rival agency, but then they got mad at evil president from the rival ag- agency and quit. And then they just kind of started doing their own thing. They're going indie now. Mm-hmm. So they don't really have a production company. They're just doing their own thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're like, you know, we probably could have done an arena live too if we hadn't quit, but it's too late now. We've made our decision and also invite us to our concert, please. Yeah. So they're, as an example from before, people who are rivals, but also they're friends. Yep. Rivals, but also character growth. And I'm doing like this, the like rainbow above your head with your hand spongebob thing. Character Character growth. growth. (laughs) Also, there's this very important set dressing that I would like to point out in this scene. Uh As the Jupiter boys are walking away, there's like one final shot of Haruka in this hallway. It's kind of like a long shot as viewed from above. And you see some of the posters on the wall. And there are two that I would like to point out. The first one is the return of the Dearly Stars girls. um, Because they were in the, if you will remember, they are like a set of three characters. um, And Namco likes to constantly forget that they exist. Um, They were in the sports anime episode. 
of original Idolmaster. They've been, like, DLC in the games, but for the most part, like, they were the very first Idolmaster spinoff series, and they just don't exist most of the time. We do not acknowledge the Dearly Stars, <laughs> even though they're cute and great, and they've got a poster on the wall in here, and it's cute. Yeah. And the other one... <laughs> The other one is a poster for Hatsune Miku. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. She's the best idol. Hatsune Miku is not only she is a real person in no, this what? anime. Wait, wait, does it say Hatsune Miku is canon in the Idol Master universe? Uh, Sarah, this is not the first instance of Hatsune Miku being canon in the Idol Master universe. Uh. She's DLC in Idol Master Two. You can pay Namco more money to have Miku appear in your Idolmaster video. So therefore, Miku is best girl overall. Miku is is an actual idol. I feel like there's got to be some sort of like same parent company bullshit happening for this to have actually occurred. But there's a fucking Miku poster there. Miku is a canon character in the Idolmaster franchise, and there's no disputing this. I'm so excited for Miku to we be got Sonic and Chica. Oh my. God, I cannot believe you. Oh, 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 Sarah, 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 Sarah. I just had a brain flash moment and we're going to get deeper into this Sonic shit now that you oh. keep bringing it up because I want you to know. Okay, okay. So here's here's some <laughs> Idoluminati bullshit. Are you ready? Here we go. So Miku and Sonic canonically take place in the same universe and I can prove it to you right now. <laughs> Please, I am ready. I'm a ladies guy. <laughs> okay. So, Hatsune Miku is a canon character in the Idolmaster franchise, as we just decided, because she has a poster in the background of the scene in the Idolmaster movie. Ha um, Hatsune Miku is canon. She is a real character. She exists. Uh -huh. we've, we've covered this. Yes. Now, absolutely. if we follow our similar logic before mm -hmm, of mm -hmm. Kana and Chika Love Life Sunshine basically being the same person, possibly a sister-sister scenario. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Love Live is sort of in parent company bullshit with Sega. Uh, and they've done multiple uh, partnerships with the Sega franchise. Uh, and like they, at some point, there was like a pick your best girl who's going to be like the spokes idol for Sega for Zura. a little while. Rin was the winner the first time. Hanamaru was the winner of the second time. There is a lot of official artwork of Hanamaru and Sonic just hanging out. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Hatsune Miku and Sonic exist in the same universe. They're the best friends. Oh my god, sorry, you did it. I had a little I did confirmed. it. I've done it. <laughs> Idolumanati confirmed, baby. We've done it. We did it. No, yes. You guys don't need to listen to any more episodes. Do you just need to start texting Sega and Bandai Namco and everything else? I don't know. Text everyone you know. Yeah. Text everyone you know. Wait, I just had another moment uh -huh. where I imagined a Sonic the Hedgehog concert co-op with Hatsune Miku, <laughs> like the hologram concerts, <laughs> but it's Sonic. Star, you can't say this and get my hopes up. I need this to be real. <laughs> I need to see it with my visual eyes. Oh no, Sarah. I want I've gone to my whole heart. <laughs> I've gone too far. I'm going to have to make like another like hint mashup before oh this God. episode comes out. So in case you guys didn't see it, I made like a hint mashup of these are the things we joked about. What anime series do you think we covered for the upcoming episode? 
because we don't say what franchises mm-hmm. we're doing in advance, right? Mostly. And so for the for the Uda Pre one, we did like Jekyll and Hyde, we did Hannah Montana, we did the Three She Hides video. For this one, it's just gonna be four pictures of Sonic the Hedgehog. Well, we need Shadow in there <laughs> and, too, Star. And, and one, so it's gonna be Sonic the Hedgehog, Shadow the Hedgehog, Miku, <laughs> Miku, and Chica from Love Life, and Chica from Love Life. <laughs> How about it, friends? <laughs> Anyway, anyway, Idol Master movie. <laughs> back to the Idol Master movie. Talking about Sonic is more fun than talking about the drama the nonsense drama that half. is the entire second hour of this film. So, second half of the movie, uh, all the backup girls are still not doing great in practice. Half of them can't keep up with choreography, and overall, none of them are in sync with each other. You're too slow. You're too slow. <laughs> and, doing, <laughs> and doing this idol dance. <laughs> doing the idol dance. Sarah, I'm about to fall out of my fucking chair because of Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh no! Oh no! Follow me, set me free, trust me, and we will talk about something more interesting. Wah, wah. <laughs> I'm not sorry. I am like a little bit, but I'm not. No, it's we great. Sh- I'm so excited I'm about this. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I'm really not, like, a huge Sonic fan. I just like the one game that is the one that everyone likes. I mean, hey, you also like idle games, so what's the difference? You know, that's fair. <laughs> they may be completely different genres, but Sonic <laughs> and Idolmaster have a lot in common. Sonic the Hedgehog top idol. Anyway, um, anyway, where were we? Um, so yeah, the baby girls are still doing really bad. They discuss changing the choreo. Um, Kana communicates by text, mm-hmm. and an important thing is that we just do not see her for the entire second half of the movie until it is her time. Yes, like anytime we see a like shot of her, she's like in the dark in a room. We either see extreme close-ups on her eyes being meaningful. Or she's, like, hiding under a blanket. And this is important. Yes. So remember this. Um, So Kana texts one of the other girls and is basically, I'm not improving, so I think I should just quit. She also apparently left the panda keychain in her locker and at some point told someone that she doesn't need it anymore. Yeah. (laughs) Which is, like, Which is, like, big ouch. Big ouch. And then Haruka's, like... Oh, no, this is not good. This is bad times. Yep. So then Shiho is like, well, look, son, she said she wants to quit. Just let her quit. And then we can just move on without her. And Haruka's like, no, I want to go talk to her. Shiho's like, we don't have time for that. And also says, is like, why were you picked as the leader? And Haruka obviously does not take that well. Yeah, but Iori cuts in and she's like, yo, Shiho, you are out of line. <laughs> Bitch, you out of line. Bitch, you out of line. <laughs> but and she's like, "Hey, I get where you're coming from, but Haruka is the leader for a reason, and you being a bully isn't going to help anything either. So just yeah. let Haruka make the decision, make the decision because she's in charge, and you need to trust her." Yeah, this is this is one scene where it's like, "Shiho, I understand where you're coming from. I get it, but also you need to tone down the bitch control like fifty percent, okay? I'm cat and cat, and we're good." Being a bully is not gonna get anything done. It's like on the one point, I agree with you, but on the other, 
respect the authority. Oh, and here's that thing for Restar. Like, all the time, whenever she was being kind of bitchy or ignoring people, she's just, like, on her phone, like, texting somebody. And, like, I'm, like, whenever I see it, I'm, like, she's texting Nico. Oh, man. Oh! <laughs> you stupid idols. They don't know what they're doing. Why are they all friends? And Nico's, like, just make them be your backup dancers. Make them be your backup dancers. <laughs> Oh my god, I can't believe that we are continuing to push the Idolmaster Love Life crossover. They're the same. <laughs> They're the same. Idolluminati confirmed. Idolluminati the same confirmed. Alright, cool. Um, at some point, we actually do need to make just like a big prop conspiracy board that just has all yes. this on it. We'll make, like, we don't have merch for the podcast, but I feel like at some point we should just make a poster of that and that can be our first merch. Start when cons are happening again. We need to do see if someone will take us for our Idol Luminati panel. Oh my god, <laughs> incredible. Explain how they're all connected. Please. Please. <laughs> just let us scream about idol conspiracies for an hour, please. Any anime convention ever. Oh, incredible. So yeah, the next few scenes are kind of like moody and rainy. So you can tell how the characters are feeling on the inside reflected on the outside. They are feeling wet. <laughs> Sarah, no. no. I was wrong. They're feeling sad. <laughs> wet like tears. Describe your emotion. <laughs> wet. Wet. <laughs> it's like one of those like, charts you see on this on like the therapist's wall is like how are you feeling today it's like a scale of like the happy face to the frowny face but somewhere in the middle is just wet (laughs) a little damp i don't know doctor i'm feeling a little damp today a little damp (laughs) anyway yeah so um there's just a couple of scattered scenes. Um, Miki talks to Haruka and she's like, I'm a little bit bummed. I wasn't picked as producer because I always want producer or I wasn't picked as the leader because I crave the producer's attention and validation at all times. Mm-hmm. But do your best. Do your best. Producer debates pushing back his Hollywood training. He's like, maybe this isn't the right time to leave. Uh, Ritsuko talks him out of it, though. Um, and she's like, the only reason they're struggling this much is because they want to do good for you as your last thing. Mm-hmm. It's a whole scene. Uh, Haruka is still trying to get a hold of Kana and she's not answering. So she goes on a date with her girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> and that whole shot is actually really cool. Like, I really like the stage yeah. direction of it where you're seeing mostly their faces and expressions from behind and the reflection of the glass. And, like, whenever they're mm-hmm. talking to each other, it goes back to, like, being in their person. So it's, like, the inward versus outward emotions is very good. Yeah. So the scene direction of this scene is the two of them are sitting at, like, a bar that's pressed up against a window, a.k.a. my favorite seating arrangement. Uh-huh. Um, and so the camera is shot from behind them. And so you're just seeing the back of their heads and then their faces in the reflections. And it's, like, this really kind of, like, dark but warmly lit restaurant interior. It's really pretty. It's really well done. Very good direction. A+. plus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so she basically talks to Chihaya about how it's like, I, I don't know what to do. I'm kind of losing heart. And Chihaya is like just trying to encourage her. Mm-hmm. It's this, this really sweet scene between the two of them. They've gotten obviously very close. Uh, Chihaya also mentions that she's going to invite her mom to the concert, which is a big deal because she has all of yeah. that past baggage. Mm-hmm. With her parents, yeah. So mm-hmm. it's like, character growth, character growth. We love to see we it. We love it. 
Um, after this, we have a very short scene of Kana, like, reading her texts in bed and being sad, and we see her room for the first time, Mm -hmm. and she's got so many Namco Pro posters. So much fan merch. Including, like, a big solo poster of Haruka just up on her wall. Yep. And meanwhile, she is, like, you see her from the back, and it's, like, dark and sad. Mm Mm-hmm. How are you feeling? Dark. Dark. <laughs> Darkness. Darkness. <laughs> Please describe your current emotional situation. Uh, blanket fort. <laughs> blanket fort. <laughs> <laughs> it's like those, those memes you see online where it's like, describe your gender, but it's like, describe your mood. And you just like, an adjective and a noun. Shadow. What's your mood? Damp. Sad. <laughs> sad bedroom. Sad bedroom. <laughs> My current emotional state is sad bedroom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. So there's kind of a weird scene change where like the, the baby idols, um, at some point they like have to stay overnight with some of the other girls and it doesn't really explain why. Mm-hmm. I guess it's just so that they can have more bonding. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is just kind of like a long, long scene of all the girls just kind of talking to each other. And this is the... I'm listen, listen, listen. I'm gonna be completely honest. Listen, I love Idolmaster. I like this movie. I think it's cute. This is the point where I started checking the timestamp every five minutes to yep. see how much longer was left of this movie because it's so long. We still have like 30 minutes left of this film and we've been here for an hour and a half and there's just so much emotional talking. Mm-hmm. And some of it is really just like, let's just have this person talk about the same things that they have been talking about. Like Shiho being like, I don't want to be friends or we should just change the choreography or the other girls being like, yeah. I don't think I can keep up. But And so this, I have to assume was the byproduct of having a 21 member cast or 20. I forget exactly how many, but uh, just too many. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then wanting to give each of them their time in the spotlight, mm-hmm. which like I get because you got to please the fans who are like fans of Million Live and want to see their best girls in this movie. But God damn, it is so dragged out. Yep. Like this whole second half of the movie could have been cut down from an hour to 30 minutes maximum. Mm-hmm. But it's just 30 minutes of padding and drama and sad bedroom and damp. <laughs> They're too slow. And reminiscing while looking meaningfully at each other and also out of windows. Yep. And I'm just like, I'm so bored. When is this movie over? Yeah. Uh, At some point, uh, Haruka, who's been like constantly texting Kana, actually hears from Kana. Kana finally calls Mm -hmm. Haruka. Yep. And Kana is like, hey, thank you, Haruka, for calling me. You don't have to call me anymore. I'm quitting. And then Haruka's like, you sound like you're forcing yourself to say that. And Kana's like, no, I'm not. And then she starts crying. And then Haruka's like, hey, um, okay, Uh, you sound like you're forcing yourself. And then she just hangs up. And Haruka is big sad. Current emotional state, big sad. Big sad. She's like, I didn't do good enough to make this girl feel like she can do it and has what it takes to be an idol. And also I relate to her from when I was big sad in season one of Idolmaster. Mm-hmm. It's like, God, we're speed running the idol, the main character idol sad character arc. What are they going to do when the million live anime comes out? <laughs> yeah, I know, they've already used it. <laughs> Well, the million live anime is not going to focus on these characters, probably, because they've got their own quote-unquote main three, so... But the plot already happened of the big sad. 
<laughs> now we have to watch different big sad in 3D <laughs> because the million live anime is entirely animated in 3D looks yeah. like. Different studio. But also it looks really good actually. No, let's see. Crossing fingers on that one. Crossing fingers based on the like 30 second teaser they posted a couple months ago. The 3D animation actually does look really good and I'm excited yeah. for it. But anyways, after Harka hears about Kana giving up, she's like has this thought about like, hey, I just need to make sure, for sure, see her in person that she actually really wants to quit. And she's not just saying that because she doesn't think she's good enough. And so she gets all the girls together, like the the main 13 and the backup dancers. And they're like, we're going to go find Kana. And they go run in the rain and look around for her. Yeah, it's like emo Benny Hill running around the neighborhood type <laughs> scene. Like, if this was a less emotional scene in the rain, you could totally imagine that. <laughs> music in the background, but it's that, but it's like, it's it's the Oscar bait remix of that song. Yup. Where it's like played by a full orchestra. <laughs> full orchestra playing Benny Hill. Yakety sax played by full orchestra oh for God. drama. In a minor key. <laughs> In a minor key. Dun dun da 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 Somebody make it happen. But then Hey Sarah. Yes. I hate to interrupt you, but I would like to let you know that Yakity Sax minor key is definitely something that exists on YouTube. Oh, I am not surprised. I'm going to take a moment to just listen to this. Oh, Yakity Sax at half speed. That's not exactly the same. That doesn't sound nearly as dramatic. Someone with access to a full orchestra, please make this for us. Yep, somebody get GarageBand full orchestra set up. I want, like, a choral portion. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Absolutely. It needs to sound like something out of the Nier Automata soundtrack. Yes, please. But also it's yakety sax. (laughs) Yes, please. Somebody who makes music, get on that. Get on (laughs) it. Anyway. Anyway, Haruka remembers that Kana likes to sing by the river when she's sad. So... Haruka decides, you know what we should do? We should go to the river by Kana's house. So they go to the river by Kana's house and they find her immediately. Because she's there and she's singing. She's like humming re- restart. <laughs> it's like, yeah, oh. it's it, it's cute, but also sad. Really and also sad. she's just like super wrapped up in this like raincoat hoodie. She's got like her umbrella. We still do not see her face throughout like all of this. And then she notices Haruka's there and then she runs away. <laughs> And then it's just like this fucking chase sequence where everyone's chasing after her. And then they run past some of the other girls who then start chasing her and people are dropping umbrellas left and right. And you can just hear the fucking minor key Benny Hill soundtrack uh-huh. in the background uh-huh. and it's speeding up. <laughs> and then eventually they corner her on a, they like pincer formation on a bridge. Yeah. And then Katna reveals that she had started gaining weight because she was stress eating and then she also was feeling like she wasn't good enough because of what happened at the concert. And she thought that if she went back to practice after all of this, she'd just be dragging them down. Mm-hmm. And so I would like to touch on the whole weight gain thing, mm-hmm. because as as the plot point is that is, at least here they do, like, I'm comparing this to the weight loss episode of Love, Love Live, Live, which... Yep we discussed was extremely frustrating. But, like, the difference between that and this is in original Love Live, it's like, you have to be thin to be an idol and we're gonna make you go on this diet episode even though you look exactly the same. And in this one, 
we acknowledge that this character is snacky, which to be fair, Honoka Love Live is as well. Mm-hmm. But you actually see visibly that yes, she's kind of got the chipmunk cheeks going on. She's got like a little bit of a double chin. She's like a little bit thicker. And like they actually give credence visually to the fact that yes, she is a nervous eater and she was so nervous about this performance that she snacked so much she gained a few pounds and that shows on her character model. Thank you. If you're going to do this, at least make it look like grumpy. And the one thing that's nice is even though she points it out, the other girls don't use it as an excuse to be like, hey, then that means we're going to make you lose weight. It was more of a, hey, you can still be an idol. That's not the big deal. (laughs) It's okay. Yeah. It's because one of Kana's lines is like, I'm not going to fit into my costume anymore. And they're like, that doesn't matter. We just want you to come back. And it's like, thank you. Thank you. Yes, it's good. It's like the, the important part is not you're gaining weight. The important part is that you're achieving your dreams. It's not, I'm fat and I can't be an idol anymore. It's, I have, I'm depressed and sad and this is just like one of the things that's kind of keeping me from being an idol, but everyone is pushing me and saying like, it's not actually a big deal. What matters is that you want to still be an idol. So yeah, I I just get grumpy when I see this. (laughs) And then Kana concedes and she's like, okay, I am going to be an idol because I really, really want to be an idol and I don't want to give up. And then Haruka's Mm -hmm. like, I'm so glad you didn't give up and you'll be fine. It's okay. (laughs) Yeah, so there, there's a second scene here where, like, the all the girls are together and they're like, well, if you're really not sure if you want to be an idol or not, let's just go to the arena, stand on the stage, and maybe you'll have some sort of idol revelation. Idol epiphany. Idol epiphany, so I love that. And then, like, they all stand on the stage and look out at this, like, empty arena, and Haruka waxes poetic about how she's stronger when everyone's together, and Kana cries, and she says she does want to perform. She does want to be an idol. Uh, Shiho, at some point, apologizes for being a bitch. Um, I put <laughs> I put five eyes in that Me. word in my notes. Um, Kana says she'll do her best and she still wants to be like Haruka. And then they have this nice little closing scene where all the original girls are walking home along the river and Mm -hmm. like it's sunset and the sky is kind of like orangey yellow. And they're like, hey, doesn't it look like a concert scene? And it's, it's sweet. It's super cute. And then they have their concert. Yay. We cut straight to concert day. It is big concert. Lots of stage. Mm -hmm. Lots of stage, lots of merch, lots of fans. Um, we just cut ahead. Kana apparently lost all that weight. She's sure. good. And yeah. they're like, she like puts on her outfit and she's like crying with the other girls. And they're like, oh my God, I did it. It's like, we're, we're eye to lose now. Look at us. We're so cute. They all dancing. Um, and then they have their fully animated six minute long concert number. Masterpiece. Yep, Masterpiece, which is a wonderful bop. Masterpiece. Um, Masterpiece, yeah. Following the idol master tradition of inserting the at instead of a's. Yeah. Um, so I would like to talk about the animation of this for a little while. Yeah. Because I know that we've already talked about animation and it doesn't really work in a podcast format, but you can follow along and watch this on YouTube mm-hmm. while you listen to us talk about it. So this scene, um, it kind of bounces back and forth between 2D and 3D, but not in the way that most idol anime does it. It's not the love live rule. Yeah. Um, 
They mostly skip to 3D when the characters are literally so far away on camera Mm -hmm. that it would be detrimental to have them actually draw them. Yes. Like, you never see these 3D um, 3D models up close. The one, I think the closest you ever get to seeing the 3D models, like, physically close, like, in terms of camera angle, is there's this one shot right before the last chorus is a scene I used to, um, so back when I was doing, like, this is a panel, like, my Idol Days panel at Anime Cons in Texas, um, I, if I had time left over at the end, I would do something I like to call Star's Animation Corner, where I would just, like, pull up a bunch of different videos and just, like, talk about the animation until they kicked me out of the panel room. And this was always one I like to talk about, because there's a very cool transition from 2D to 3D in this. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, that final bridge... Um, right before they go into the last chorus, there's a long, there's like a close-up shot of Haruka, um, and then it zooms out, and it just keeps zooming out, and it's kind of like low, and it kind of like just goes right over the audience, and then it just kind of like goes up. So it's just like a long, long tracking backwards shot. And she stays in 2D for a really long time, but then at some point, there's like one frame where an audience's member's glow sticks pass in front of the camera, and then as soon as they move, she is now in 3D like everybody else on the stage, and it can zoom out without having to worry about losing that detail. It's incredible. Like, just the the forethought and planning from the animation studio to do that. And I know that movies generally have a bigger budget, so there was more Mm -hmm. forethought and planning, but I think it's really cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and like it's cool because this this concert sequence is almost entirely moving camera shots. Oh yeah, and they can really get away with a lot, um, especially if they're using like the 3D models for the characters that are super duper far away mm-hmm. from the camera. And it's just they get away with a lot of really cool stuff. There's a lot of really cool staging and big fucking camera moves that are all animated in three in uh, 2D, and it looks so good. It's so good. Also, the song's really good. <laughs> the song is also really <laughs> the song's good. Really good. Um, and I actually. I, the dance to this song is actually really easy to learn. Um, they did import it into the game, which means that there's like a shortened version of this choreography. Aww. And it's just like a really good cardio song because <laughs> it's just mostly just like hopping back and forth. And it's really fun. And, and also cute. like, it's just a little touch, but whenever they say masterpiece, when they say peace, they do a little peace sign with their hands. It's just so cute. It's so <laughs> cute. Peace. <laughs> But yeah, point is, this dance is really cute. It is good. And then, fade to black, they're at the airport. Yep. And producer is leaving forever. The emotional mood is airport. The emotional mood is airport. (laughs) Describe your current emotion. Airport. Airport. (laughs) And it is now the ending scene, and all the original girls are watching the producer as he goes into the international terminal at the airport. And then 
I forget who, probably Haruka yells at him. He's like, even if you're leaving, Namako Pro is always together. It was Haruka. Yay! Yep. It was Haruka. Yeah, I figured. I could, I didn't write it down, mm-hmm. but I figured it was her. Yep. And then we cut straight to the credits. The end. The end. And that's the last of original Idol Master we see animated for now. <laughs> yep. Now, there are like a couple of cameos. Yes. Um, like the very first episode of Cinderella Girls, which is the first spinoff that ever got an anime. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't count Xenoglossia. Xenoglossia does not exist. Um, <laughs> we see like some posters of the main girls like in the background, especially in the first episode. Um, we get a couple cameos um, in Sidem, I believe. Yes. Um, maybe not like full cameos, but just like posters on the wall. Um, and then the Million Live anime is not out yet, but I can only assume Probably. that there is going to be this. Mm-hmm. I do not know if this sequence from the movie is going to be canon within that universe or not. We shall see. We shall see. But we can now officially cross one more piece of Idolmaster media off our list. And now we know more about Miku and Sonic. <laughs> <laughs> we learned a lot about idols. And a lot about Hatsune Miku and Sonic the Hedgehog. Yay. <laughs> Hooray! Yay. Happy Thanksgiving, Happy everybody! Happy Thanksgiving, everyone! <laughs> Absolutely incredible. I can't believe we've done this. So, Star, if people want to find more about our crazy fan theories, where can they find us? <laughs> they can go to idolluminati.net. No. We need to know that IP now. <laughs> I know, right? We need to get idolluminati.com. Oh I need to. I don't know how to do that, but maybe I'll figure it out. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we are on social media and also on Discord. Um, our social media, we are on both Twitter and Instagram as um, idoldayspod. That's I-D-O-L-D-A-Y-S-P-O-D on Twitter and Instagram. And Sarah, if people want to know where our website is with more conspiracy <laughs> theories, where can they go? Our website is idoldays.card.co. That's I-D-O-L-D-A-Y-S dot C-A-R-R-D dot C-O. And that's card with two R's. Yep. And then the website will also have a, a link to our new Discord server where you can join and then talk about idols with other idol fans. We had a very long conversation of me trying to guess the personalities of side M characters the other day. And it was a whole lot of fun. Incredible. <laughs> I don't know if you saw that conversation, but it was basically just like me sitting on my couch, bullshitting for half an hour and be like, who's the blonde one. I love it. Star. <laughs> it looks like he drinks acid out of beakers. <laughs> Speaking of guessing what things are, do you have any no, hints no. for our next episode? <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, the next episode we do is going to be Starla Time, wherein I tell Sarah about a show that she's already seen, but it's my first time watching it. And, um, damn it, I don't even think I need to hint about it. Everybody knows <laughs> what it is, and I'm mad because our you Discord's gave too it smart. Away, <laughs> Not on purpose. <laughs> the Discord's too smart, okay? So, you fucking fine. Yeah, we're doing Sidem next. <laughs> We're doing Idolmaster side M. We're staying on the Idolmaster train. Choo-choo. <laughs> Choo-choo. Because, yeah, I've I've never seen side M, and I've wanted to do it since we started this podcast, but just other things kept coming up, and I'm like, no, I'm finally watching side M. Dang it, it's been years. 
Also, I gotta watch it. I don't know if we want to mention this now, but uh, we would like to encourage all of our listeners to start sending in their favorite Christmas themed idol songs. Yes. So this is something that we are going to be advertising more as it gets closer, but we are planning kind of a Christmas special episode. Mm -hmm. Um, We're going to talk about it more on like the Discord and our social media, but basically um, we don't have an email address, but you can message us on um, our various social media platforms. Um, Tell us about your favorite idol anime Christmas episode, Christmas song. Christmas outfit. We're going to kind of do a new format for our Christmas episode, just something fun and easy something relaxing mm-hmm. and then after do we want to hint at what we're doing after that maybe 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 a little hint maybe a tiny hint you could you could give them a hint star i don't have an idea for a hint okay i'm trying to think of what a good like tiny hint for this is um i will say it will be i think it's probably going to end up being another two-parter mm-hmm. i i think i think it i think we can get it so it doesn't need to be a three-parter mm-hmm. i think we can make it work as just two um but it is not the most popular show, but I think that a lot of people at least know what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so you should set your watches um, and set your alarms for when that episode goes up. Yeah. That's your extremely small hint. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> well, this has been Idle Days. We've, We've been, been lady. <laughs> See, See you, you next, next live. live. Bye. Bye. <laughs>